the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I want to thank all of you that have been uh, praying for us and those of you that have sowed seeds towards our upcoming mission trip. We're just a couple weeks away from shipping off Pastor Chris off to the Philippines. She's going to be gone there for almost a month starting the beginning of November. She's going to be flying out. So I want to thank all of you guys that have been praying for us, that have uh, sowed seeds towards helping us get there because it truly is fertile ground and we're going to see signs, wonders, and miracles happen in the Philippines. So the message this week is kind of a twofold message. We're going to be taking a sermon from Pastor Chris from a couple weeks ago and she addresses something very important because Jesus gave us the Great Commission and the Great Commission was to go into all the world to go into all the world and make disciples. And the whole point of discipleship is that you disciple somebody, you know, as a minister, as a follower of Jesus Christ, you disciple people. And then what happens is that they mature and then they go out on their own and they disciple more people. And it's it's that seed, that one seed, that one disciple reproduces after themselves. Um, And that's the model that Jesus gave us. Um, He didn't give us, you know, a model that people come to church and they just sit and they fill pews. You know, they just sit in church, they sit, they receive, they get fed, then they go on their daily life. As ministers, that should not be our goal. Our goal should not be to fill up seats in churches. Our goal should be to create disciples who can then go out and minister to other people. So that's the first thing that Pastor Chris addresses um, in this sermon, and you're going to be hearing that as well. She also addresses the importance of um, we, we can't, as she says, compartmentalize our walk with God. Okay, our, our walk with God, it has to be all-encompassing in every area of our life. Um, and that's going to be reflected not only in our discipleship, but it's going to be reflected in our in our uh, financial choices. It's going to be affecting our relationships, our business dealings. Um, and so it's so important, especially in this season. So we're going to listen in as Pastor Chris, as she talks about these things. So I urge all of you to listen in to what she has to say and take her words to heart. Because Amen. remember, you are all going to be sent out there to hold conferences and, and, and to minister. And I said, it's not going to be just me because the church is going to emerge as a glorious church. It's not just the pastor, all of us are, because it is God's will, it is God's desire that all men shall be prophets. 
Am I correct? We ministers, that is you and I, are supposed to disciple people and then get smaller instead of you wanted it to be so big that nobody will be as anointed as you are, then you are not fulfilling the purpose of the Great Commission. We're supposed to make disciples and expect them to do greater things than us because they've been walking with us, they have seen us, they show the mistakes, they knew the mistakes, and they will be inspired. You will be inspired to do greater things. Oh, when I'm on my own, instead of doing this, I will do that. Then that is your privilege. That is your opportunity. And you're taking it, and it gets better and better. That's what we're supposed to do. That's why we need to focus on the new man so that our confidence is unshakable. It doesn't matter who comes, a superstar or somebody who walked on water. And said like, well, ask them, well, praise the Lord, I'm next. But it doesn't matter. You will not be shaken. You will not feel threatened that everybody leaves. If you all leave, I got seven days a week to cause trouble someplace else. You don't, you don't try to own what you already accomplished, but you look forward to getting deeper and higher in the things of God. In the things of God, okay? And as far as the transfer of wealth, you do not separate ministry with the way you live. Even on the things that you do or say when nobody is looking or when nobody is listening because God listens, right? So we do not separate our ministry work with our personal life. It is all one. They're all, they must be under the lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our finances, right? Our family, the way we conduct ourselves there, whether as, as an employee or employer, right? Everything about us is we should be Christian first and foremost in every areas of our life, right? So that God will be Lord of all and in all, okay? Now, and when you do that, when Jesus is really the Lord, not just the Savior, not just the Deliverer, but the Lord on the God, the ultimate God of your life, then everything else will fall into its place, including your heart, including your mindset, because God is not going to waste any time. The Holy Spirit is like, I cannot sleep anyway. And I have all powerful and I'm all knowing. I am almighty God. Then let's, let's get rolling. In, uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 2, let's start with verse 1. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, and trust to reliable people, okay, who will also be qualified to teach others. That's you, okay? I said, join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one is serving as a soldier, gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. What God is saying is not, you don't get engaged in politics, you don't discuss politics, you don't vote. No. What Jesus is saying is, a soldier's main focus and instruction that he carried out is focused from the order from the commanding officer. And who is the captain of the host? Okay, so he must be front and center, 
okay? Instead of divided, that you are political here, you're an activist there, and you lead a quiet life in here, and then you put your halo on Sunday service, okay? It doesn't. It is who you are. You cannot change who you are in Christ Jesus. And thank God for that, right? And God will not change his mind that he called you. And he said, uh-uh. I cannot be proven wrong. <laughs> I like that. It is like, I made a boo-boo, Lord. But I know you're going to carry it out. You'll even cover things for me. Right? Okay. And keep in mind... When somebody will say, you reap what you sow, it's in the kingdom of God, okay? But when you messed up, run to Jesus so that he'll cover for you. Because if that is applied, you reap what you sow, Jesus will stand in the gap and say, Father, I'm going to reap what I sow. Christina is mine. <laughs> I'm untouchable. And you are too, if you believe in that, Okay? Okay, where are we? Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. This is, this is the one thing that we must, when it comes to finances, when it comes to management, when it comes to the transfer of wealth, this is a, something that we need to learn. We play according to the rules. Hello? Just like a lot of Christians, before we have the name it and claim it. That was in 1970s or 80s. I just got born again, but I was so in love with Jesus. Everybody can see and said, you change. And I thought almost by accident, I was not taught with the rules and regulations. Immediately, the Holy Spirit took over. And I'm very grateful about that. Because of agape. And because Mike told me, well, Sister Christina, we're sister and brother. Sister Christina, you don't need anyone to teach you. You ask the Holy Spirit. He's your teacher. I ran with that. I never doubted it. And something supernatural happened in my life after that. I don't hear that, oh, yes, but I hate that word. When they tell me, I'm, I'm in agreement with you, but it's just, like, it's just like they're resurrecting the old self, or the old man, and the new man. And they put some plan. Yeah, but, you know, it will take you years to get there. It will take you many years. I've been in the ministry for 15 years, and that's how I got here. And I was just like, yeah, where are you? Are you getting this? Where are you? And I'm still... I'm in awe of the Lord, and I made him a promise at that time that every time I have opportunity, I will provide a shortcut for his people so that they can be trained like he trained me. A few months after that, I became a president of an apostolic prophetic ministry chapter here in San Antonio. I cannot quote scriptures, okay? Sometimes the Holy Spirit has to tell me the page number. And somebody will tell me and have told Bonnie, our president, and Papa Jim, the chairman of Agape International. You know, you know that according to scripture, you do not promote a new convert. And Bonnie said, but she's no new convert. She had been serving the Lord ever since she was a child. And she's matured in the things of God. And it's like, are you talking about me? Matured? 
I cannot quote scriptures. Are you getting this? But it is not that. It is not how many years have you been born again by the Christ. It's on the degree of your obedience and your relationship with God. Because he can show you a lot of things. They can quote me scriptures, but I can hear God. There's a difference. They know about God and his ways, but I know him intimately. And that's where you need to go, okay? I don't want to get sidetracked. But when it comes to as an athlete who plays by the rules, you don't apply the rule of NFL into NBA and worked. But a lot of times, a lot of Christians, when it comes to the transfer of wealth, the wealth of the wicked is laid out for the just. The wealth of the wicked is laid out for the just, okay? But when it comes to commerce, when it comes to buying and selling, when it comes to management, it's just like Jesus was right when he said, the children of the world knows how to deal with their own kind than the children of the light. I used to have problems with that. And then, you know, my experience is in banking. And then I joined uh, Mike in furniture sales and contract. And we hired Christians and unbelievers. It is the Christians who gave us trouble. I don't feel led to work. They take advantage of you. I don't feel led to work. And I was like, where are you? And said, I don't feel led to work. And I said, okay. Do not get angry if I don't feel led to pay you. It is the same thing. Oh, you're supposed to be a Christian. And said, yes, I am, and I don't have to prove that to you. Hello? But it is amazing. Sometimes, sometimes, oh, I feel led to do this. And as if you're obligated to help them out, and then all of a sudden, the things that, uh, that, that me and Mike enjoyed as the honor, they want it too. And much, much more. With no less work. Hello? And they want to gain bargain basement prices. I heard somebody who told me she's been fasting and praying because the Lord told her that one of the car dealer's owner is going to give her a new car. Do you know that owner? No. But the Lord told me. And it's like, you have to figure out who's your Lord. Are you getting this? And it's just like, uh, well, but the Lord told me, so I'm just going to show up. And the Lord is classic. And the Lord told me that I'm going to marry that person. Well, the Lord has to tell that person too. And that person needs to agree. God will never force anyone according to your will. He is such a gentle man. He is such an excellent man. He's not going to force you. Hello? He doesn't even force his way in your life. He always tell you, even though you said, no, Lord. Right? But he'll know. And even if you, and if you don't obey. Are you getting this? So we do not consider God's ways of doing things and his heart into ours. We just focus on what we want. Are you getting this? Just like the name and claim it, there is this one person he isolated me and says, like, this man gives me evil jeebies. And I just being honest with you, all of a sudden, the name and claim it, he touched me and claimed me and said, you touch me again, I'm going to kill you. Naming and claiming. I said, claim somebody else. Are you getting this? 
Why would God force one of his favorite daughters, moi, into somebody who gives me the EVGVs? Hello? Have we not considered him? But no, what we want is our personal thing and we distort the scripture. This is what, this is what Jesus is talking about. That the children of the world knows how to deal business with their own kind than the children of the light. Naming and claiming. And I was like, Lord, can we just start all over again? It's just you and me. I don't have to deal with those. And I said, like, it is why I called you to shed light to my heart and to my ways of doing things. I said, that is not from me. Are you getting this? But we operate that way, and we think it's God, and we have the audacity to really believe that that is from God, and it is our right to step on others as if God is not almighty, that he can bring about the desires of our heart. Hello? See, I don't hear any amen, but I'm just going to continue to skin you alive. You know, we need a new wine skin. And same thing with the, with the dealing of business. The scripture already said, you do not get into anything or even build your house or your business without re- having a budget, without having any business plan, and you have to know how much it will cost. Because it says, it will be a reproach. It will not give glory to God if you did not complete anything. Okay? Well, a lot of, a lot of Christians, they hide under a full-time ministry so that they don't have to work. Believe me, if you're a full-time ministry, you'd rather work. Because why? This is a 24-hour responsibility if you take it seriously. If you are not after your own things, if you're after God's will and purpose, it's a lot of time and investment on your part, which is a good opportunity because you will be tremendously blessed. But it is unfortunate that, okay, when I go in a full-time ministry, you don't know what you're talking about. If you're not in a full-time ministry now, you will never be. Because you're supposed to minister the gospel. We're supposed to preach the gospel, not by just preaching, but by our lives to the world out there, that we're supposed to be the light. So wherever God sends us, whether it's in the work area, you will be a light there. You can pray. You don't have to preach. You don't have to quote scriptures. How are you going to quote scriptures to a heathen? Hello? So you don't need to. You don't departmentalize who you are in Christ Jesus. You don't departmentalize it. You are you as a whole. And we will be called ministers of our God. Am I correct? Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Is that applied to you? Then it just doesn't apply to me. We have the same potential. And God is going to use our training, our personality for his glory. So when it comes to the management of business... This, this fundraising and other things, the initiative that God is doing you, do a good job and fulfill it. Work harder than anyone else. And that will qualify you because you are now finding the rules in the kingdom. God's ways of doing things. Now we'll be smarter. Because Jesus also said, well, in God, all things are possible. So we can be better than the children of the world. Because when Peter said, who can then be saved? With God, all things are possible to them that believe. Believe in him. Okay? And if 
you are one of those that the church is a charitable organization or non-profit organization, you are in a wrong ministry. Because the very first, ever since the inception of this ministry, Mike and I decided that we will finance the preaching of the gospel in power and the discipleship. And most of the money that comes in, more than 50%, sometimes it's 75%, going on the training, discipleship, and salvation, evangelistic. And it's not going to change. Are you getting this? So this is not a charitable organization. I said, yeah, it is 501c3. But if they're going to remove that, it's... And so our preaching of the gospel is for the profit of all. And we call it non-profit organization because we are so afraid of the tax. But no, who cares? If all of us are multi-millionaires, who cares if they remove the 501c3? But it has to come from us. That every time you sow seed, you look at it as your investment to God. And you're, when you give, you have to give to Jesus so that you don't expect others to pay you back. Hello. So how are we going to handle the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence? We're going to look at it as a business for profit, but not patterned to the ways of the world. Amen. So we are operating. We need to be in that for-profit mindset financially, for the profit of all the nations and the benefit of God's people. And also the profit, you know, we're, we're investing time and energy and we expect results. And those results can be in the form of financial gain, money. They can also be in the form of souls that we can give, disciples that we can train. It's so important that we are in that mindset that we need to produce for the kingdom of God. And that's why, you know, often you'll hear Pastor Chris speak out of people that are in a constant state of begging. You know, they're in a perpetual state of begging, perpetual state of need, saying, oh, but I have to preach the gospel, I have to finance. But they're not progressing anywhere. You know, they're not producing any results. It's really important, brothers and sisters, that we examine the fruits of those who are before us, um, we want to invest and sow our seeds in fertile ground. Amen. So we are in a for-profit mindset. For the profit of the kingdom of God, whether it's in your business, your finances, profit of finances, profit of souls, profit for the kingdom of God, we have to be in a producer mindset so that we're going to produce as much as we can for the kingdom of God with what we're given. Amen. Well, we're about out of time for today. I want to wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving as it's coming up this week. We have so much to be thankful for, and we continue to thank God of the opportunities that he's giving us each and every day. So I want to bless all of you this year for that, and I pray that all of you, would you'd be able to enjoy time with family, and also that we would all Sit back and be reflective and thankful for the things that God has given us. But again, we're pretty much out of time for today. I also want to remind you 
of the prophetic gathering of the saints, which is coming up December 31st this year. It, it, I know it doesn't sound like it's that far away, but it's coming up and that's going to be $60 per person. And the prophetic gathering of the saints, let me tell you, it really is every year. God is able to one up what he did the last year. And he, he always reveals something new to us, reveals new things to the body of Christ. And there's always some personal uh, prophecy and some personal ministry as well. So you don't want to miss that. It's going to be here in San Antonio at the Hilton Garden Inn at the Rim. And it's going to be $60 per person, which is going to help cover the venue and it's going to cover your meal. Um, if you want to register, go online to www.sogmi.org and you can find it in the events tab. Again, that's www.sogmi.org. In addition, don't forget, Pastor Chris is just a couple weeks away from going to the Philippines. So if you feel led to help support us as we are launching and she's going to be training ministers, training young people, business people, what we talked about, about making disciples. And many of them have already, many of those that we have trained have already begun to minister and bring salvation, save lives, um, and bring people to Christ. And they're also producing, many of them, even though they're living in a third world country, have become millionaires. They've, they've established businesses that are very successful because they've, they've pursued God with 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 passion so we're certainly seeing results in the philippines and if you want to support us in that endeavor you can also do that by going to our website www.sogmi.org and you can find it in the donate tab thank you so much for listening until next time god bless you thank you for listening we all hope you were blessed by this message today if you were let us hear from you if you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.